News Talk 94.5 WPTI. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you to retire your job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and with me is Bryce Payne. Today, we're going to be opening up our mailbag and answering your questions. But before we do that, Bryce has, a, I think, a unique way of kind of going back and taking a, a look at Monday night's national championship football game and coming up with his own uh, description of, of that game. But before we do that, as always, I want to just reach out and I want to say thank you so much for our service members, our veterans, our first responders. Your sacrifice means so much to us. I can't say it enough. Thank you. Yeah, from the Wealth Guardians, from myself as well, thank you for all that you do and you sacrifice. Doug, thank you for your service. And uh, what a lovely winter weekend it is here. Doug, you ready for some snow? No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> At least we still have the pro games going on. But uh, after the after the Super Bowl's over is the most depressing week of me uh, of mine for the year. Every Broncos year. didn't make it, did they? No, they didn't. Uh, but uh, you know, your Green Bay Packers are in there, so congratulations to them to to keep playing. But I tell you what, um, that championship game, that's what I want to talk about for the first little bit of today's show. There was some inspiring story in that. Now, I, I think Nick Saban is one of the greatest uh, college football coaches of all time. Power to him. Respect. And it's really hard for me to root against anyone named Bryce on a football field. <laughs> Bryce Young, the quarterback for uh, Alabama, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, congratulations to him for having a fantastic season. But it's kind of like Tom Brady and the Patriots. Enough is enough already. Let's let's see some other people get out there and share the victory. So I was really pulling for Georgia. And the backstory of uh, Stetson Bennett IV, the quarterback for Georgia Bulldogs, to me was a story that I thought we could integrate into retirement planning. So I want to go over a little bit of the story of Stetson Bennett here. Folks, if you watched that game like I did and like Doug did, you were not disappointed. That was exactly what a college championship football game is supposed to be. Not a blowout, coming down to the wire, some turnovers here and there, and just both teams fighting down to the bare knuckles for what they want, what they've dreamed of since they were playing little kid football of doing that national championship game and they were all out there doing their best but here's stetson bennett's story he was a walk-on to the bulldogs in 2017 doug you tried being a walk-on uh, to right. the pirates yep. east carolina and that's not easy it's a tough road it's a tough road you got to qualify plus you're probably not getting a lick of respect from the other guys who aren't, weren't walk-ons. They were look, probably looking at you, the side eye, like, what is this guy even trying to do here? Come on. No, you're the, you're their hitting dummies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Stetson Bennett was a walk-on to the Bulldogs in 2017. He obviously got zero playing time that year and knew, based on who the quarterback was for the uh, Bulldogs and who the backup QB was, that he wasn't going to get any playing time anytime soon. So what he did, was he noticed that there's an he knew what his objective was and he saw that there was an obstacle there so he took care of that obstacle he moved around it he moved to a junior college in mississippi where he was the starter and he led albeit a small team he led that team to a 10 and 12 season nobody know very few people know this backstory here well after he had such a successful year with this junior college he then got invited back to the Bulldogs, and I'm sure that wasn't by chance. I'm sure he had to make himself known to them and that he would like to come back. Well, he did. He got invited back to the Bulldogs on scholarship in the 2019 season. Okay. 
Then last season, he got on the backup position to start a QB, JT Daniels. Well, if you watched from the very beginning of the season, JT Daniels got injured in the second game of the season. And now Bennett is suddenly finding himself in the starting QB position of a team of a team that's ranked number three. At this point, every football critic in around the U.S. was writing off Georgia's season. It's like, ah, you know, yeah, okay, they beat Clemson, but this is they've lost their starting quarterback. We don't expect to see anything anymore from these guys. Well, they won and they won and they kept winning. And Stetson Bennett was the only one, aside from Coach, who didn't give up on him. And they make it to the SEC championship game. Now, granted, they lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game, but they qualify for the national championship playoffs. And they make it to the championship game, which, of course, is going against Nick Saban and Alabama. So it's the SEC championship game all over again. They had just lost to them a few weeks earlier. Well, despite the odds, Bennett and his head coach, Nick Smart, and the Bulldogs actually beat Nick Saban in the Tide for the national championship. And by the way, there's another slight backstory here. The Bulldog coach, Nick Smart, is facing Nick Saban, who is his old boss. And of course, if you watch college football and you know Nick Saban, Nick Saban never loses Doug to his assistant coaches. There's a lot of them. I think there's 15 of them out there, people who have coached underneath Nick, and he's faced a lot of them. And he, I think there was only one other time that a, a, a previous coach under um, Nick Saban uh, actually beat Nick Saban. But that Nick Smart beating him is just a whole other story that we can do on another radio show. But, Doug, this this there's a story here for me about uh, Stetson Bennett, and this is about setting a goal for yourself. That's what Stetson Bennett did. He set a goal for himself. Is he wanted to be a starting quarterback for an SEC team, specifically the Bulldogs. It's about identifying the steps to achieving that goal and successfully accomplishing each of those steps. The secret to this is to never stop planning. Why? Because hurdles are always going to present themselves in life. Out there, if you listen to yourself and whatever goal you might have set for yourself, whether you were 10 years old or 30 years old or 60 years old, if you've set a goal for yourself, you know, if, if you've lived a number of years, that life is going to throw hurdles at you. And you've always got to be ready to adjust for those hurdles. There is no success story that does not include an abundance of hurdles. There's not one out there. Whether it's turned into a movie or anything else, there's always hurdles out there. Doug, I'm going to turn to you for a second because I like your story. You have a story about a hurdle that you encountered. <laughs> you had an objective. Your objective in life was to become a financial planner. Yeah, you know, I did uh, and, and, and tried that pursuit uh, the moment I graduated from school. And I interviewed with the Merrills and the Goldmans, and you know, and, and they all said, you know, you're 22 years old. Uh, you need to go get some experience somewhere else, and then come back to us. And nobody, nobody's going to give their money to a 22 year old kid. Well, yeah, that made sense to me. So I, uh, yeah, I went off. I got a job. Uh, didn't particularly care for that job. Came home one day, miserable. Uh, Sherry, my wife, asked me, is there anything else you've ever dreamt of doing? And I said, yeah, I've kind of always wanted to fly Navy jets. And she said, do you think you can do that? And I said, I don't know. I'll see. 
Long story short, I did, and then uh, got some experience, and Merrill Lynch hired me in 1988, and here I am now. That is such an outstanding story. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians, and we're talking about setting goals and planning and hurdles. So, Doug, you're just telling us now about the hurdle that you identified in life. You had your objective of becoming a financial planner, and you were handed a hurdle, or you came across a hurdle pretty early on in life, but you recognize that simply as a hurdle and not as a end-of-the-road story to your dream. And there is no dream that is accomplished when somebody sees a hurdle and thinks, oh, that's not a hurdle, that's the end of the road. But you recognized it for what it was, and that same idea, that same concept goes into planning for retirement. Mm -hmm. The successful navigate around the hurdle. They do not see it as a, uh, it's an end of the road, as I said. So I'm going to share with, with you out there my favorite quote. So you're going to get a little insight into Bryce here. This is my favorite quote, Doug. I don't know if I've shared this with you before. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Hmm. Let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I am a firm believer that life, or, or God, however you want to say it, life never presents you with a challenge that you are not capable of overcoming. Well, Doug and I view that same thing uh, in the same way, that when we're doing our financial planning for people who come in and sit down with us, that we understand that they have saved long and hard for retirement and that they are about to accomplish that goal and they just need to make sure that there's no hurdles in line that they are not prepared for. And Doug, you and I meet with somewhere around 50 uh, people a year, 50 households a year, about one a week, something like that. And we go through our four meeting planning process with them to teach them how to quit the job but keep the paycheck. Mm -hmm. And there are hurdles that they have encountered, but they didn't stop saving. And there's going to be hurdles in retirement as well. Those hurdles might be higher than expected inflation, lower than anticipated market returns, maybe healthcare costs are, are more than what they thought they would be. Maybe having to take care of a parent wasn't something you'd planned for. Those hurdles are always going to happen in life. And you have to be ready for those. And that's why you need a financial planner on your side to help you plan for those. A hurdle is not the end of the road. It doesn't mean that retirement can't happen the way you want it to. It just means that you have to plan for it that way. And Doug and I would like to give you the opportunity to sit down with us and see what financial planning, retirement planning, help and services we can provide. But the ball's in your court, obviously. It's 336 391-3409. You can also reach out to us at thewealthguardians.com. We'd love to sit down with you and see how we can help. Well, Doug, that by, went by fast, and now it's time for our trivia question. Uh-oh, here we go. It's time for today's trivia question. It's time to stump Doug. January 6th, 1919. The 18th Amendment is enacted. Doug, what is the 18th Amendment? Oh, come on, Bryce. <sighs> All right. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is News Talk 94.5 WPTI. News Talk 94.5 WPTI. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. 
I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Gray, and today we're taking listener questions. We're dipping into that mailbag. Now, before we get to our trivia question to see if we stump drug, I've got a little reminder for everyone out there. January is National Blood Donor Month, and I'm going to ask everybody out there who's able to, to go to redcross.org or call the Red Cross number 1-800-733-2767. Right there on the home page, you can just enter your zip code and all the blood donation locations near you pop up. For the first time ever, the Red Cross has declared a national emergency for blood and platelet shortage. They've never done this before. So right now, the hospitals out there, they get about 40% of their blood donations from the Red Cross, and right now they're only getting about a quarter of what they're seeking. So the Red Cross and the hospitals are in a situation they've never been in before. If you are able to give, particularly if you've got O positive or O negative, I would highly encourage you to go to redcross.org and see about donating. All right. Thank you for uh, listening to that. Now, if anyone else is out there and you're listening, and I think you are because I hear you, if you're five to seven years from retirement and you want to confirm that you're making the best decision for retirement, well, then I've got good news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation second review so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. But as always, the ball is in your court. We cannot reach out to you. You've got to call us. Well, we've got one of those phone numbers out there, and it's 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. You can also visit us at thewealthguardians.com. We'd love to hear from you and see if we can help you retire the job and keep the paycheck. Now, it's time to go back to the trivia question and see if we stumped Doug this week. It's time to get Doug's best guess on today's trivia question. Doug, the question was, on January 6, 1919, the 18th Amendment was enacted. What is the 18th Amendment? Okay, I'm afraid I'm about to make a fool of myself, but I'm going to give it the old college try. Was that the one that allowed our ladies to vote? No. Oh. Close, though. But no, that's not what it is. The 18th Amendment was the prohibition of alcohol, specifically the manufacturing, selling, or transportation thereof. It was repealed in 1933 by the 21st Amendment, the repealing of the uh, prohibition of alcohol. So we got Doug this week, folks. That's not an easy thing to do. So Yeah, but that led into the birth of NASCAR. You know that, right? It did, and bathtub gin. (laughs) Absolutely. We would not be having uh, uh, all those racetracks around and all these souped-up NASCARs NASCAR cars, stock cars, if it wasn't for the uh, prohibition of alcohol. So very good for that. Now we're going to dip into our mailbag here, Doug, and we're going to start off with Cliff and High Point. And Cliff says, Doug and Bryce, I have a lot of company stock in my 401k. How much do you think is too much as a percentage of the account? Not an uncommon question. No, it's not. And and I'm glad to see he included you on that question. Well, I I say Doug and Bryce, whether they wrote Doug and Bryce now, anyway, I just say that. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Cliff, just ask your neighbors uh, who had their 401k invested in Lucent. Ask your neighbors who had their 401k invested in Wachovia. Uh, Ask your neighbors who had their 401k invested in... um, any number of companies, mm. uh, such as uh, back then, it was uh, 
not American Airlines, but uh, started out here in, in this area as Piedmont Airlines. Uh, so the, all those companies went under, and they lost everything. Now It's overweighting. It's so. overweighting. Now, obviously, there's the other situations like Apple, you know, Amazon. Those folks are killing it right now. But it's all about proportion and allocation. You know, my recommendation right now is if you've had – uh, your 401k heavily invested in company stock and it's done well for you and you're getting close to retirement, it might be time to do some planning. You know, there is no shortage of people out there, Doug, who are overweighted in, in something or other. May, oftentimes it's their own company stock because they have they feel good about it, their company and they've seen it go up and they see behind the scenes what they think their company is potential, has the potential of doing. But we also see people overweighted in other things. And our one of my favorite uh, horror stories, if you will, was the guy who came in and sat down with us who was convinced silver – and Silver Mines was the way to go. He invested a million dollars, which was essentially 100% of his retirement assets, into Silver Mines. Silver Mining Stocks. This was not long after you started with us. It was about, it was about three years ago. Yeah. And uh, he didn't come to us with a million dollars. He came to us with $250,000. So okay, there what can, was left of his million. Well, which was <laughs> what was left of his million dollars. And his wife had not. She had a million dollars as well, but she had not overweighted herself in one particular sector and she was still at around a million dollars so good for her but that is just what can happen if you're going to be overweighted in something boy don't be overweighted in something that is really really volatile like some company stocks can be all right thank you cliff for the question uh i would say a quick answer to that is probably five or ten percent is not what you want to go beyond if you're looking for a really simple answer there but i would encourage you to come in and sit down with a financial planner and see if your portfolio is well designed for retirement 336-391-3409 is the only number you need to know to sit down with a professional. let me add to that bryce a financial planner who is specifically trained in retirement planning. Has our RICP certification. Absolutely. And our fiduciaries. All right, next we're going to go to Rebecca in Burlington. And she says, Bryson Doug, every six months or so, I tell myself that I need to start saving more for retirement. And I pretend like I'm going to get serious and actually do it. But then I can't ever stay motivated to actually increase my savings. I'm putting a decent amount in my 401k and I have a nice balance in there, but it just seems like I should be doing more. How do I get myself motivated? This sounds a lot like everyone's New Year's resolution where they're going to start <laughs> jogging or uh, get a certain amount of rows done in a year on their rowing machine or climb on their exercise bike. And then two weeks later, you, you haven't even sat on it once. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, in this case, I mean, she, she says, she clearly says, you know, she's got a decent amount in her 401k. Sounds like she just wants to add more to maybe different parts of the savings. You know, Rebecca, in that situation, I just got to say, you know, just do it. Sit down and put out a schedule where maybe you're automatically taking money right. from your uh, paycheck and, and maybe investing it into a brokerage account or whatever you want to do. Just like your 401k is automatically taken out of out of your pay before you even get it. You know, that way you, you, you're doing it and, and it's it's uh, not something you have to think yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. So and you can uh, do that with your IRA, too, Rebecca. It you doesn't sure can. just be your 401k. You can set up automatic <clears throat> deductions out of your uh, to go into your IRA as well. Of course, you're limited in that one. But if you do want to do more, my suggestion, having been around some coaches in my time, is to set smaller goals for yourself instead of saying at the end of the year, I want to have 
X amount of dollars in my 401k, set a smaller goal for yourself. Set it every month. That way, uh, you're just more prone to success when there are smaller, more achievable goals and they're more frequent. That would be my uh, coaching advice to you. But another coaching bit of coaching advice is don't plan on not sitting down with a planner. Right. And, you know, you've got to figure out, number one, you know, what do I need in retirement? This is all about planning. So maybe you think you need to add more to your savings. Maybe you don't. That's the, a good point as you, well. You know, the question is, where are you exactly? And without that prior planning, you don't know. That's exactly right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and we're taking listener questions now. We're dipping into our mailbag, and we were just taking a question from Rebecca in Burlington, and we're going to move on now to Laura in Winston-Salem, right in our own backyard here. And Laura says, Bryce and that other guy, Doug, (laughs) I'm 56, and I've been working at the same company for 32 years. I am so tired of being here, and I really want to retire, but I'm still a few years from being able to make money out of my retirement accounts. Am I just stuck for a while? Well, Doug? No, I'm the other guy. You answer this one. Okay. So, Laura, you said something very interesting in there. You told us your age, which is great. I'm glad you did because that is a key factor. You are 56, and you've been working at the same company for 32 years. I'm going to assume that you have a 401k, not just an IRA. Well, you probably know that you're not supposed to touch your IRA monies or your Roth monies until you're 59 and a half. Otherwise, the IRS is going to swatch you on the hand. But did you know, Laura, that if you are over 55, which you are at 56, you are allowed to touch your 401k assets if you have retired and not started work at another company. So if you're over 55, you are ready to retire You think you've got enough money saved, but you don't want to incur those penalties and fees for touching your IRA before 59 and a half. If you've got money in your 401k, don't roll over the entire 401k. Help with a financial planner. They they can tell you how much you're going to need until you get to 59 and a half. You keep that amount of money in your 401k and you take a distribution every couple of months from your 401k and suddenly there's no fees or penalties. There's a lot of little tricks out there. There's so many, Doug, there's so many exceptions to every rule out there that a lot of people know the basic rules, but they're not aware of these little exceptions that might really help them save money or avoid taxes or open up doors, like an in-service rollover. Most people aren't aware of what an in-service rollover is, and they think, I can't roll over my 401k until I'm no longer working with my company. No, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, that and the age 55 rule, a lot of people just don't, never heard of it. Yep, exactly. So Laura, uh, I would highly suggest you reach out to us and sit down and let us tell you if you are able to retire first off, and then how much money you would need to keep in your 401k so you can take distributions from that instead of from your IRA. Congratulations on being able to retire early if that's what you think you're wanting to do and can do. That would be excellent. So Laura, thank you for the question. And now we're moving on to Steve and Clemens. Doug, we got time for one more here. All right. I'm thinking about having my mom sign her house over to me so that she won't have to sell it if she goes in the nursing home and runs out of money. Is this a smart move? Well, Steve, let me tell you, I, I would first off say this to you. This is a question that you need to direct to an elder law attorney who understands Medicaid planning uh, rather than us. We know a few things about it but we are not uh, attorneys. And uh, if you need help with that, we have a couple of really great firms we work with and have referred our clients to uh, in the past. But I'll say this to you, there's a couple things here. 
Number one, there's this thing called a five-year look back, which means that Medicaid is not going to consider that the house has been signed over to you until after five years, so it's a moot point. The other thing is, you didn't tell me, uh, is there a healthy stay-at-home spouse? Because if it is, that house might be exempt anyway. But again, seek out legal advice from a qualified attorney. Doug, great advice there. Thank you. And thank you, Steve, for the question. That is all the time we have today. I'll give you our phone number one more time, 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409, or visit us at The Wealth Guardians. We hope you have a great weekend out there. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is News Talk 94.5 WPTI.